Welcome to the broadcast. Speak my word is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davis. And we are living in the time of the end. King Miners. We have a vision. We will be reading tonight from the King James Edition. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus so you don't come up short. All right, why don't we try that one again? I apologize, but the uh, internet kept going in and out, knocking us offline, coming back, repeat. So I thought it was going to have to wait and record a few hours from now, but we're back. It seemed to be stabilized. Let's give it a shot. Well, as I mentioned, uh, we are going to be starting new schedule January 1. We'll be on every night, Monday through Friday, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. That is 4 to 8 p.m. if you're in California on the West Coast. And then we'll... Oh, no. Not again. Not again. What's up with this? You know what? I think I need to go into prayer. I'm going to go ahead and pray. I don't think the enemy is happy about our schedule. And you know what? He can go and lump it. Father, Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we just plead the blood of Jesus Christ over the connection tonight. We bind every demonic force trying to interrupt this program, God, that is where we speak your word. We bind every host of hell that has been ordered to take us down. We will not stop. We're the head and not the tail. We're from above and not below. We can do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengthens us. We thank you, Father God, for this opportunity. We do not quit. Forgive us of all our sins, known and unknown. Back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture, and action. We invite the Holy Ghost to come tonight and to teach us this word. Open it up for us, God. We can have understanding, wisdom, and knowledge. Bless everyone that has come out to tune in. We thank you, God, for this year you've given us and 2024 to come. Satan, we put you on notice in the name of Jesus. We're attacking you from our position of authority, seated with the Lord Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies. We bind you. We rebuke you. And we're going to put more heat on you than ever this year. There will be demon scalps taken in the name of Jesus. This is a year to make war on all demons and recover all. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word that endures forever. Surround us with warrior angels for our protection. Guide and direct our steps, God. Give us favor. Open the right doors and close the wrong doors. Our Father, Yehovah, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation. 
but deliver us from evil. For thine art the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name. Oh, you're losing ground now, little man? Losing a few? <laughs> Have you ever thought about Tartarus as a nice place to move and retire to? Retirement village in Tartarus is growing. Tartarus is a horrible place filled with shame and disgrace. You'll never see another place. Tartarus is a horrible place you're going to go there. Tartarus is a horrible place filled with shame and disgrace. You'll never see another face. Tartarus is a horrible place you're going to go there. Tartarus is a horrible place. children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. Radio is declaring all-out war on all witches, warlocks, and the hosts of hell. Our mandate is clear. We will not fail. Join with us in the fight and spread the word about Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to invade enemy territory and possess the land, healing the sick, and setting the captives free of demons in Jesus' name. Tune in each night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at OmegaManRadio.com.
You're listening to Omega Man Radio, broadcasting worldwide in digital stereo. Yeah. We ain't playing religious games. We are casting out devils in Jesus' name. We are here representing God's Son who came and died for everyone. All you gotta do is call on his name And he and the father will come in And you won't ever be the same Yeah boy, I'm talking about Omega Man Radio It's real live, deliverance radio Call all your friends and join in the fun There is something here for everyone We bind and loose, yeah that's our mission We follow Mark 16 and obey Jesus' great commission Because the harvest filled the white and the workers are few Time is running out and Jesus got a job for you To set the captives free Welcome to the end times, my friends. We're on the saints, it's coming. And the battle will soon begin. A battle that you and I be called to fight. It won't be won by our strength or mind. Will you fall away? Lose your soul and flame out. Or endure to the last trumpet and hear Jesus shout. The stakes are high and we all must choose. Make a stand for Jesus to fall away. You saw you lose. Welcome to the end times, my friends. Will it be a game over before you begin? Now is the time to live for Jesus to give him all the glory. Overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. We must continue to fight and endure until the end. To lay your life down and let him raise it again. Did Jesus give his life for you in vain? Say yes to Jesus and your life will never be the same. All right, I had to play some of the demons' favorite songs out there and remind them where they're going to. They're going to Tartarus. In Jesus' name. Welcome back, everybody. We will not be stopped. As long as the Lord is for us, who can be against us? Do I hear an amen? Amen. We're going to actually get started here in just a moment. We're going to pick up where we left off yesterday here on Speak My Word. Shouts out to Franco, Jesse, John Boagu. Jens, Love, Quad 7, uh, let's see, Elda, Watch, Watchman Mad Packs, he was here earlier, and then we uh, got knocked offline, but that's okay, we're back. If anything happens live, we always got the archive, and it will be over at omegaman.podbean.com. That's our main archive, and from there you can find uh, about 12 other locations to get those shows. So again, we're going to be back Monday. Looking forward to it. And um, if we go down, just refresh. Let's get started. 1 Samuel chapter 3. And the child Samuel ministered unto Yahovah before Eli. And the word of Yahovah was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of Yahovah where the ark of God was. 
and Samuel was laid down to sleep. That Yahovah called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli, said, Here am I, for you called me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. And Yahovah called yet again, Samuel. Samuel rose and went to Eli. He said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know Yahovah. Neither was the word of Yahovah yet revealed unto him. And Yahovah called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that Yahovah had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Yahovah, for thy servant heareth. Now you see right here, and this is the Hebrew that we're, that we're reading the English translation from. Eli called God by his name, Yahovah. There's nowhere the Bible says we're not to know God's name or not to speak it. That's a man-made tradition, a man-made prohibition by some who are worried that people may uh, profane the name and run afoul of the Ten Commandments. Now, we're not to use God's name in vain, use it in profanity, be careless with it. But God wants us to know his name, just like he knows your name. And it's not disrespectful to call the Father by his name. This young, this young priest of the Lord in training said, Speak, Yahovah, the name of God the Father. For thy servant heareth. That was what he was instructed to say if, if God speaks again. So Samuel went and laid down in his place, and Yahovah came and stood <clears throat> and called as at other times Samuel. Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak. For thy servant heareth. And Yahovah said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel, at which both the ears of everyone that heareth, it shall tingle. And that day I will perform against Eli all things which I have spoken concerning his house. First God spoke it, now he's going to perform it. God spoke through another servant, prophetic word, to Eli, 
telling him what his house would suffer because of his sons and their sins that were not dealt with by the father were allowed to go on brought reproach on the house of God and Israel and now God's going to perform his word I'm reminded of a scripture the vision is yet for an appointed time though it tarry wait for it for it shall surely come to pass excuse me one second I need to get some water Okay, I got my bottle of water handy now. So now God's going to perform what he said. Let every word be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Samuel is the second servant of the Lord that has been told information relating to what's going to happen to Eli and his family because of their sin and I don't see where Eli ever repented sadly maybe they could have called out to the Lord but he just accepted it and uh, there we are he says in that day I will perform against Eli all things which I have spoken concerning his house When I begin, I will also make an end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knoweth. Because his sons made themselves vile and he restrained them not. That's the problem. The father did not restrain the sons. Would have went differently had he when he found out about what was going on, dealt with it. And therefore I have sworn unto the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be purged with sacrifice nor offering forever. God is not going to forgive this sin. Samuel lay until the morning and opened the doors of the house of Jehovah. And Samuel feared to show Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son? And he answered, Here am I. And he said, What is the thing that Jehovah hath said unto thee? I pray thee, hide it not from me. God do so to thee, and more also if thou hide anything from me, of all the things that he said unto thee. So he put a curse on him if he leaves out any details. He wants it all. And Samuel told him every wit, every bit of it, and hid nothing from him. And he said, It is Jehovah. Let him do what seemeth him good. And Samuel grew, and Jehovah was with him, and did let none of his words fall to the ground. 
and all Israel from Dan even to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet of Yehovah. And Yehovah appeared in Shiloh. For Yehovah revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of Yehovah. Amazing. Now God didn't The Father did not appear to him in the flesh. No man hath seen God and lived. The Father. But we've seen Jesus, the Son. And even Moses, God had to shelter and hide him in the cleft of the rock and put his hand over him and pass by him so he wouldn't see his presence or he would have died. Humans, mankind cannot see God in the in, in our flesh, see, see God and live. You'll die. <clears throat> but there have been people that have been caught up to the throne room and have been in the presence of God, but they were not in the flesh, they were in the spirit at that point in time. That's interesting. Again, and Yahovah appeared under Sh- appeared in Shiloh, for Yahovah revealed Himself to Shiloh by the word of Yahovah. Now God communicates with men through His word, through prophets, prophetesses, people with gifts of prophecy, in dreams and visions, angelic visits, the audible voice of God, the Holy Spirit, people called a still, small voice. There we are. But it doesn't appear to uh, thunder his voice like he did in the time of the Israelites when they were around Mount Sinai too awesome. They couldn't handle it. They asked Moses to speak to God and say, please let him speak to you and you speak to us because we can't handle it. It's causing trees to break in two. Calves are going into birth. It's a fearsome thing to hear the voice of the Lord, they said. Probably was, but I'd like to experience it one time. I have heard the Lord speak in a dream as I lay in my couch and that's a rare thing that's only happened to me one time but God typically speaks to me personally through his word there'll be something really heavy on my heart I'll go to the Lord in prayer and open up the word and bam there it is here's the verse doesn't happen every time I want it but he's done that on a number of occasions um I think it's pretty cool what Michael Boldea has experienced. He actually has angelic visits. Like Gabriel, some of these angels have visited him just like they visited his grandfather Dimitri. He tells a story that when he was a boy and he was laying on a bunk bed on the upper, I guess, bunk 
He shared a room with his grandfather, Dmitri Dudeman. He woke up, he heard some voices, and he looked over, and his grandfather was talking to a man. Well, a man, rather, it was an angel. With a shield, with a sword. And I think he listened for a while, but then the angel looked at him and disappeared. That's pretty amazing, but now, in his adulthood, he's had many visits. He said, by the same man who visited his grandfather. Looked like a man, but was an angel. 1 Samuel chapter 4. And of course, when the angels uh, speak, they speak for God. God will use him to speak through them. You can see an angel and not die. Of course, if Jesus wants to appear to you, he can do that too. The lady Aviad Cohen told me that Jesus appeared to him and he said it just felt like liquid love envelop him. That's pretty amazing. God can do anything he wants to do. First Samuel chapter 4 And the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines to battle and pitched beside Ebenezer. And the Philistines pitched in Aphek. And the Philistines put themselves in array against Israel. And when they joined battle, Israel was smitten before the Philistines. And they slew of the army in the field about 4,000 men. And when the people were come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore hath Jehovah smitten us today before the Philistines? Why? Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of Jehovah out of Shiloh unto us, that when it cometh among us it may save us out of the hand of our enemies. So God's about to perform his word. He said this would happen in battle. So the people went to Shiloh that they might bring from there the ark of the covenant of Jehovah of hosts, which dwelleth between the cherubims and the two sons of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. And when the Ark of the Covenant of Jehovah came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang again. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What meaneth the noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? And they understood that the Ark of Jehovah was coming to the camp. The Philistines were afraid. For they said, God has come into the camp. They knew and God and feared God. But they didn't worship him. They worshiped other gods. They said, Woe unto us, for there hath not been such a thing heretofore. Woe unto us, who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods that smote the Egyptians with all the plagues in the wilderness. People hadn't forgotten. Be strong and quit yourselves like men. O ye Philistines, that ye be not servants unto the Hebrews, as they have been to you. Quit yourselves like men and fight. In other words, man up. And the Philistines fought 
and Israel was smitten, and they fled every man into his tent. It was a very great slaughter, for there fell of Israel thirty thousand footmen. And the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas were slain. And they went right into hell when they died. And there ran a man of Benjamin out of the army and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes rent and with earth upon his head. When he came, lo, Eli sat upon a seat by the wayside watching. For his heart trembled for the ark of God. When the man came into the city and told it, all the city cried out. And when Eli heard the noise of the crying, he said, What meaneth the noise of this tumult? And the man came in hastily and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old, and his eyes were dim that he could not see. The man said unto Eli, I am he that came out of the army. And I fled today out of the army, and he said, What is there done, my son? The messenger answered and said, Israel is fled before the Philistines, and there hath been also a great slaughter among the people. And thy two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God is taken. And it came to pass, when he made mention of the ark of God, that Eli fell from off the seat backward by the seat of the gate and his neck brake and he died for he was an old man and heavy and he had judged Israel forty years and his daughter-in-law Phineas' wife was with child near to be delivered and when she heard the tidings that the ark of God was taken and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead she bowed herself and travailed for her pains came upon her she went into labor and about the time of her death the woman that stood by her said unto her fear not for thou hast borne a son but she answered not neither did she regard it she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory is departed from Israel, because the ark of God was taken, because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory is departed from Israel, for the ark of God is taken. We're going to pick up tomorrow in 1 Samuel. It's getting very interesting now. And this is the same Samuel that will later anoint King David. A boy who had uh, Samuel was a was born from a mother whose womb had been closed up by the Lord. She made a vow to God that if God would open her womb and give her a, a male child that she would give him to the service of God. 
God opened her womb. She got pregnant that week and she kept her vow to the Lord and brought the young boy Eli when he was weaned up to the temple of God at Shiloh. Not a temple like um, Solomon will build later but made out of tents where the Ark of the Covenant was kept and the priest did sacrifice unto Yehovah and he served as a young boy there with Eli the young boy Samuel did and Eli's sons and the other priest worked there and now he's he's become a man and he's lived to see this word performed and um I love this part of the story. Love the Old Testament. Amen? It is the Bible. You can't have a new without the old. And someone just put that uh, name on old and new, but it's, it's the Bible. It's God's Word. Forever established in heaven. Purified seven times. The King James is the seventh Bible, I'm told, in line of Bibles. God purified his word. I stick with the King James. You won't find any leaven in it. It'll get you all the way to the finish line. 1 Samuel 5 is where we're at today. Uh, where we will be, excuse me, tomorrow. We went did 1 Samuel 3 and 4 today. Okay, we're going to go over to Matthew chapter 18. <clears throat> Lift this up in prayer. My wife got a sore throat. I got it. Uh, last night, um, woke up. My eye was swollen today a little bit. Of course, I went to bed at 7.30. I'm going to fix that. <clears throat> been a little bit under the weather today with the throat. Been gargling with some salt water. Took an ivermectin. I got a big supply of that stuff. It is super rare here over here. And ivermectin is like the ultimate pill to pop uh, to go after parasitic infections and you know many believe that there is a, a parasite involved with um, COVID I took, I took one today don't feel anything but it's doing its job if there's something to be dealt with in there okay Thank God for salt water, though. That works, too. And also some iodine. <clears throat> Gargle. Okay, Matthew. Matthew 18. Now, I have I have dealt with uh, sinus infections, also LRP, which is silent reflux. It's not silent reflux. God has healed me of that. I really believe he has. I haven't had any problems since I got off the coffee. But um, there's something going around out there. Seasonal flu in all likelihood. Although I did see somebody just to, in fact it's interesting I just thought about it. A couple of days back I thought I saw somebody spraying chemtrails over here. I don't think they were contrails from a jet. I think these were chemtrails. And um, 
Do we have nefarious folk on this planet spraying the populations? A lot of people says it's happening. I believe probably so. But praise God, we can pray. Plead the blood of Jesus. And uh, pray one for the other that we be healed. Amen? In Jesus' name. Do what you know to do. Get prayer and keep on going. Matthew chapter 18. Okay. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted. Now when you're in the King James and you see a ye, it means plural. Thee, thy, thou, singular, ye is plural. Except ye be converted. Talking about every, every one of us. And become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same as greatest in the kingdom of heaven. God is looking for humility. He resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must be, needs be that offenses come. But woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It's better for thee to enter into life, talking about everlasting life, halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. There's everlasting life and there's everlasting fire. There's no end to them. Everlasting, eternal means forever. No end. With Christ? Or we can go to hell and be down there on death row for about a thousand years. If Christ would come back tonight, rule and reign for a thousand years. So if you died now, you'd be down there at least a thousand years. In jail. No food, no water, no bread. No chaplain visit once a week. No books, no commissary, no TV, no Gatorade, no gym. Torment by demons who hate you and I so much, but at the same time they they couldn't be more overjoyed than to finally get to take out all their pent-up aggression on you and I. You would be, or I would be their ragdoll to do with as they want. And any evil thing done on the surface of the planet, okay, it's connected to those demons down there. They do the same stuff down there. They'd rape you. They'd bite you. They'd kill you. I mean, they'd try to kill you. You don't die. 
rip your arms off, disembowel you, gang rape you. I've heard testimonies, people down there, and there's one famous one. And only recently did he admit I never told the true story. The whole story, rather. I told the true story, but never the whole one. And the whole, and the story left left out was that he got down there in hell. It was dark. And he heard things coming for him, and they got a hold of him. They raped him. And they disemboweled him. It's reality. Just different dimension. You can't die down there. <clears throat> you're dead, but uh, you're not annihilated. Horrible. And no hope to get out of there. It's over. And that's just a holding pin. That is just a holding pin. Because when the lake of fire comes, after the great white throne judgment, that's when the real torment begins. It's to be thrown into a volcano. Filled all. And you can't stop the pain forever. Dear God, have mercy. With his weeping and gnashing of teeth, you've seen these pictures of people that have been caught in cars that had an accident. Paul Walker from Fast and Furious, the height of his career, just went out to meet a bunch of fans and see this race shop. Got in a uh, top-of-the-line special custom Porsche with his friend. They took it for a cruise around the block and hit a pole hit a wall and people drove by as the car was in flames they couldn't get in there to touch them it was too hot burn them alive they pulled them out they couldn't even really recognize them just a a blob in a pugilist position like he was fighting turned into charcoal if you will brisket Imagine being on flames, in flames. It says where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth and the smoke of the torment ascends up day and night. There's no rest, and the worm dieth not. The worm are maggots. You ever been to a garbage can? And the garbage man hadn't come by for a little bit, and you open up and you see these worms, it's terrible, especially in the sweltering heat of Bali. It's like, ooh, gross. Sometimes I'll be in the garbage can out there. These white maggots. That's what eat eat flesh. Cadavers. <clears throat> Excuse me, especially if you're not embalmed. I think everybody carries some of those. When you die, those things surface. They eat you. Eat you down the bone. Apparently that stuff's down there eating people. And Brian Melvin, who spent a little bit of time in hell as he died of a heart attack after uh, 
drinking some tainted water and he dehydrated his heart stopped and he went into hell as an atheist he said I was stepping on these things and they were moving and they were biting my feet apparently they have teeth the ones down there hell is real rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire God is an all-consuming fire. Bottom line is, if we don't want Jesus Christ to pay for our sins, then we have to pay for them ourselves. And you and I will never be able to pay for them, so you'll be down there forever. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. It's a warning. For I say unto you, that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father, which is in heaven. For the Son of Man is come to save that which was lost. How think ye? If a man have a hundred sheep, and one of them, them be gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety-nine, and goeth into the mountains, and seeketh that which is gone astray? And if so be that he find it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more of that sheep than of the ninety-nine which went not astray. Even so, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and a publican. What was a publican? What did a publican do in ancient Rome? They were public contractors in whose official capacity they often supplied the Roman legion. And I hit a Bing link, so I can't go there. Uh, oh, it says a Jewish tax collector, actually, <clears throat> for the ancient Romans. A collector of taxes or tribute. The meaning of publican is a Jewish tax collector for the ancient Romans. There we go. We got the definition now. Who likes the IRS? And back then I understand that um, these tax collectors would go and charge you a tax and they would keep a percentage and the rest would go to the Roman treasury. Verily I send you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, shall be done for them of my Father 
which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, in what name? Jesus Christ. There am I in the midst of them. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus saith unto him, I say not unto thee until seven times, but till seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king. Means in other words, you don't stop forgiving. There's not a limit to forgiveness. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which was would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand talents. Wow, that's a lot of money. Now, it could have been talents of silver. could have been talents of gold. In the case of silver, a talent was equal to 6,000 drachmae, the equivalent of 25 <clears throat> kilograms of silver. 25.80, so just round it up. It's an ancient unit of mass equal to 26 kilograms, as well as a unit of value equal to the um, this amount of pure silver. Okay. That is a lot of money. Now, if it was gold, it would have been 35 kilograms. The value of a talent of gold as of, as of September 2014 was approximately $1.1 million U.S. Whoa. And it owed him 10,000 talents? Whoa. That's, no, that's not $10,000, folks. What's a million times 10,000? What thousand million is a billion? That is a lot of money. Ten, $10 billion? Wow. Therefore, is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants? When he began to reckon, one brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand talents. But for as much as he had not to pay, this guy had no way to pay it. His Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and children, and all that he had, in payment to be made. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me. And I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. Amazing. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. A hundred pence. Or a hundred Roman denarii. The denarius being equal to seven pence half penny. 
a hundred days' wages of the labor and soldier, enough to provide a meal for 2,500 men. Wow. Now, I've got another definition. It says 300 pence, about 40,000 or 8 British pounds, 10 shillings, and given to the poor. Okay. Owed him a hundred pence, and he laid hands on him, took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest no mercy at all on his fellow servant. Owed him a small sum of money compared to what he owed. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, pleaded with him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. Now, how are you going to pay a debt when you're in prison? Most people couldn't. They would stay there indefinitely until maybe their family raised enough money. If they were poor, maybe no money was raised at all. We know of modern-day brick makers. These are people in some of the countries like uh, Pakistan, I'm told, where they had to take a loan for their family and they couldn't pay it back so their whole family including them are turned into indentured servants and they they have to bake bricks all day all evening until the slave master says you paid your debt it could be years many don't ever get out they die modern day slavery it exists <clears throat> some of these countries because they can't pay their debt. We used to have debtor prison in America. If you got behind on your credit card bill, if you will, they would throw you in jail. It was not you get a bad credit score. They put you in jail. If you owed money and you couldn't pay it. Wow. Well, the IRS will do that today. Your Uncle Sam. Goes on to say, went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry. Couldn't believe it. How shameful. What this guy's done to one of our friends. And came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desired me. You asked me. Should not thou also have had compassion on thy fellow servant even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth. Anger. Angered delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you if ye from your hearts 
forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses we have to forgive it's not just a decision to forgive it starts with that but we've got to forgive from the heart if we don't we get turned over the tormentors these are demons God bless you Franco thank you for tuning in and with that uh, we're done for today I'm just reading one chapter let me pray Father Yahovah in the mighty name of Jesus Christ thank you for this day thank you Lord for helping us get the program going after we had internet outages our Father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name Yahovah thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine art the kingdom and the power and the glory forever bless everyone that came out today Father God or tunes in later in Jesus name we pray we plead the blood of Jesus over every one of us God help us all to endure to the end in Jesus name amen friends love and appreciate you Thank you for stopping by. For Speak My Word, we'll be back tomorrow. We do this seven days a week. Keep me in prayer. And um, we will see you tomorrow. If I don't see you tomorrow, Happy New Year's Eve to you. And Happy New Year. And we'll be back again Monday. Uh, new schedule. Go to my website also if you want to contact me, OmegaManRadio.com. God bless you all. Welcome to the end times, my friends. We're on the saints, it's coming. And the battle will soon begin. A battle that you will not be called to fight. It won't be won by our strength or mind. Will you fall away? Lose your soul and flame out. Or endure to the last trumpet and hear Jesus shout. The stakes are high and we all must choose. Make a stand for Jesus to fall away. You so you lose. Welcome to the end times, my friend Will it be a game over before you begin? Now is the time to live for Jesus To give him all the glory Overcome by the blood of the Lamb And the word of your testimony We must continue to fight and endure until the end To lay your life down and let him raise it again Did Jesus give his life for you in vain? Say yes to Jesus And your life will never be the same